So who's gonna press the button to stop the recording? The main host. No, do the honest please. Yes. Do you know which button to press? No. <laughs> Try please. On the keyboard. Which button? On the keyboard. No, no, don't use that. Use the keyboard. Use the keyboard, please. Try. I don't know what it is. Try. Use it. Try. Hey, um, listen, people. I am pressing any buttons. Because if this conversation deletes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Is it going? It's not even going. Is it going now? <laughs> so I guess it's going now. Yeah, it's going. <laughs> <But> finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so would you care to introduce yourself, please? Like, it's hard for you, but, you know, at least try, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything formal, just, you know. Okay. <laughs> It's like this. He told me. Cassie told me. I have to introduce myself. So <laughs> let me do it. Um, so I'm Nina. Self-proclaimed queen. And I come from Slovenia. And I've been living in China for the past 10 years. I'm pretty much local. And... I'm very happy to be a guest in this podcast. Bam! <laughs> um, that's it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that was fast. Well, what do you want me to say? No, I don't know. I thought you go deep. Nah. Come on, go ahead. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? No one want to be friends with you after this. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't meet me in person. I'm much more charming in person. If only they would want to meet you after this. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, queen. <sighs> so tell me about your travels. My travels? Yes. Which ones? How many countries have you traveled so far? Oh, okay. Um, I'm the... Besides the fact that... Oopsie. Besides the fact that I am... I am... I am... Um, self-proclaimed queen. <laughs> I am also a, a... World traveler. As I call myself. Um, I love to travel. I've been to 41 countries so far. And it started, it started with the, with the idea that each year I would travel once and I wanted to catch my, my, my age. So I started traveling when I was 18. That was my first trip. I went to London. It was pretty interesting. It was a bus trip, believe it or not. I took a bus from Slovenia, passed through 
Austria, Germany. We made it all the way to France and then we took the underwater train all the way to England and we ended up in Folkestone from Cali to Folkestone and that's how I started traveling. So each year I would take one trip but then I was falling behind <laughs> and then I had to speed it up. So I started traveling two, three times a year and I finally was able to catch my actual age, countries and the age. I'm on 41 now. I mean, what's the next destination that you plan to, you know, travel? Well, Where do you want to go next? The the, the, the few destinations... By the way, what's the target? Um, well, I'm going to say travel the world, but that's oopsie pretty hard. Um, do you think you rest after, like, maybe you're able to finish all the countries in the world? No. Even now, I do countries twice, three times. Okay. Like, what countries, for example, that you did, like, more than two times or three times? Oh, like, the closest one to Slovenia. I've been to Italy probably... Ooh, 20, 30 times. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> a lot of times. It is, it is, it is. I've been to Italy a lot of times, then... I've been to Thailand probably four or five times, to Bali three, I've been to Indonesia two, three times, I've been to Tanzania, <laughs> I've been to Tanzania two times. Man. Bongo, bongo. Hey, bongo. Hey. <laughs> bongo safi sana. Hey, muimu, muimu, muimu. Hey, hakuna matata. You sound so mzungu right now I when know, you say right? that. I know. And we both know you're not. Mm, yes. Ah. Uzungu uzungu. But every time you step into Tanzania, the first thing you hear is definitely Hakuna Matata. Um, that's what they think every Mzungu wants to hear. Hakuna Matata. Hey. And What's shocking? <laughs> so, uh, shocking enough, most people out here, you know, um, the animation The Lion King, right? Yeah. <clears throat> most people don't know that um, it, that movie has 90% references in Swahili. And they, they didn't even know that. Most people that I meet here, they don't know that even Akuna Matata is Swahili. Yes. I, I knew about Hakuna Matata, that it was Swahili. I knew for Simba and Rafiki only. But now that I started studying Swahili, I get to learn that many things from Lion King are actually from Swahili. And actually, even the, the setting yes. of the... I think that, that's, um, that's Ngorongoro or something like that, mm. if not Serengeti. Mm. The setting of the of the Lion King, mm. where like what they pictured <coughs> that national park where uh, everything happened was definitely um, East African one. Yeah, so we can get to something like that. So <coughs> yeah. So how many languages can you speak? I speak six, seven. Six, seven. 
I like meat so much. Can you say that? Sentence? I like meat. Yeah, okay, say beef. <laughs> I don't think I can remember now. I like Wait, let me think of a sentence which I can say in all the languages I know. Precious. <laughs> Wait, let me think. Can we think about it? <laughs> you are the one who you are the one who can speak all those languages. So <laughs> what what's there for me to think? <laughs> I just thought of something that you just crushed right now. Um let's I don't know. Like today is a beautiful day. Oh, yeah, sure. Cuz it that. is. It's always a beautiful day. Okay. With such a great host, yeah? I mean, me? Yeah. Oh, obvious. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, so one of my students like to say that every time. Duh. Do you remember last time you told me what your kid said? Mm -hmm. I caught mine saying the same. What the fuck? fuck. Yes. Told you. It's like, what? Where did you pick it? I never said it, I swear. Mm. I never said it in the class. Mm. And he he drops a pencil and he's like, oh, what the fuck? What? Mm -hmm. Stop mm -hmm. saying that. <laughs> I actually really don't stop them because I think they just need to express themselves. I really wanted to overhear, but it was what the fuck, what the fuck, and yes. the third time, what the fuck. They say that. They say that. Where did they pick it up? Movies or whatever. And <laughs> I don't like know. my kid is seven. He is old enough to say what the fuck, uh, but I not know. old enough to know what it means. But you know. <sighs> so today is a beautiful day. Seven languages, Bulgarian. Neska is super hubav den. English. It's a beautiful day today. Slovenian. Dan is dan. German. Uh, heute ist ein schöner Tag. French. Ah, I don't speak French. <sighs> okay, let's go with um. Oh, Chinese. Oh, hmm. Okay, just go. What, what what's the other language that you can speak? Uh, that's the Serbian. Oh uh, yeah, Serbian. Mm -hmm. Uh. Danas je lep dan. <laughs> and Croatian. Danas je lep dan. Can you try to um, do Russian? I don't speak Russian either. Polesana. Oh, kwa kiswahili. Oh, sijui. Ujui. Leo ni siku nzuri sana. Leo ni siku nzuri sana. Today is a beautiful day, yeah? Yeah, Leo ni siku nzuri sana. Si. Muhimu, muhimu. Atari, nipetano. Okay. So, uh, what's the what's your best experience in your travel? Like at least can you can tell me at least three or four. Wow. And at least three countries that you definitely want to go back. Apart from the countries that you've already like um been um gone multiple times. Like the countries that you either been there once or, um, yeah, most probably been there once, and you you want to go there. You you definitely want to go back there again. Hmm. Uh, Morocco. 
Why Morocco? I, I really liked Morocco. Why Morocco? Um, what did you like about it? Morocco was a really great experience. Mm. Mm. I I was enjoying which is kind of weird to say that. Uh, I was enjoying the whole Islamic setting. I was I was really enjoying the morning prayers, the afternoon prayers, the evening prayers. Those callings for the prayers are are very very soothing. I I was not bothered while my co-traveler, my friend, she she was extremely annoyed with it. Um I liked it. Uh, Moroccan people are super friendly. Of course, it has to do with the business. Um, how to attract more travelers, to buy things, to, I don't know, book the trips. But even in little small shops or where you buy daily necessities, um, people are super friendly. I was struggling a little bit because they don't speak English much, mostly French and Arabic, but my friend spoke limited French, so we were getting along pretty co- pretty okay. But I don't know, the whole culture there, pretty chill, having afternoon teas, mint tea, which is super good. Their smoothies, favorite one avocado with yeah. al- almonds that's how it, that's how you can tell she's white because she <laughs> she drinks tea in the afternoon Yay! <laughs> those little biscuits no there are no biscuits they serve they serve almonds with it oh. mint tea i remember Please. one day you told me about um is it um juice that yeah, you yeah. abused yeah. where was it in morocco it was in morocco oh, what is the juice made from it was made a of? smoothie it's it a was smoothie okay avocado with fresh almonds you mean maparachichi and maparachichi fresh, and fresh almonds and fresh almonds okay so actually maparachichi is a swahili um it's a swahili word for avocado. avocados yeah um it was a very nice experience um, to go to Sahara. Uh, we were riding camels, <laughs> which was not as pleasant as I imagined. <laughs> Only a white person would tell you it's a nice experience to go I say, on a trip in a desert. <laughs> Only a white person. But I'll tell you why it was a nice experience. Please do. We went... Um, we went sliding on dunes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was so much fun. We got a piece of paper. You run, you jump, and you slide down the dune. Yay! Oh, okay, <laughs> See? Another sign that tells you that she's white. <laughs> well, the white person got enough of snow in her life. So you see? the desert was No much black person would be, would be so happy spending time in the sand dunes <laughs> and, you know, sliding in sand dunes. It was at hang, night. You'll never find a black person um, hanging around in the desert and 
coming out here telling you that <laughs> I had fun. No. It was at night. It was fun. Only someone from the north. And 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 um the funny part was I was not even upset ruining my camera. You know what happened is like we were taking pictures and I dropped the camera in the sand and it was unfixable. What camera was it? What brand? It was my Sony camera. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Fancy white girl. <laughs> Fancy white girl broke her camera. Ah, she definitely she's rich. She could buy another one. Hey. Dad. She did it. <laughs> she actually she literally did it. It's not bad though. I, I mean as long as you had fans that's, that's what matters, yeah. Yeah, but there's one thing <laughs> with me and my travels. Mm. Always something goes wrong. <laughs> oh, each, the- each trip there's something wrong. They say it's not a good party until something goes wrong. Yes. Yeah, so I think you had the most of it. If I did. Yeah, if um things go wrong on your trips, I think you have fun. Hey, a lot of fun, yeah. Hey, my trips always go <laughs> south. <laughs> <laughs> One more country. One more country. One more you, country. Yeah. That um, you definitely want to go back to. Iran? Iran. Tell me about Iran. It's it it was a very very good experience. Um, um I think most people have a, a very um wrong opinion opinion about um, yes. Iran yeah I would say about that for many countries um it's the media which creates the image of a country and you have a certain opinion on it well I also had one like for Iran I was like hey the country fighting in America they have nuclear weapons people are really mean everybody speaks arabic oh i apologize persian and they are all like terrorists because the media told me so so i i i met a friend uh, while i was living in bulgaria and i kept on asking the stupid questions about iran because that's what i have heard or seen in the news and he's like you know what i'm tired of you Uh just come for a visit, yeah? I was like, "Oh, sure. <laughs> I'll do that." So, he wrote an invitation letter. I applied for the visa. To my surprise, it was very easy to get it with the invitation letter. It was not any issues or troubles with it. Then um I did go for a trip for 14 days. He was hosting me with his wife. Um and I already got a cultural shock if I call it that on the plane because uh when the captain and crew announced that we are landing shortly all the women in the plane started putting scarves on, on their head and I was like uh, now I know I have to cover myself but now so I asked the lady she was Iranian And I was like, "Excuse me, do you speak English?" And she's like, "Uh, yes, I do." I was like, "I have a question. Do I have to put a scarf now?" She's like, "Well, if you want to enter, you have to put it now." Oh, thank you. And she's like, "Oh, is it your first time in Iran?" 
her English was close to perfect. I was surprised because, you know, nobody told me most of Iranians speak super fluent and very, very good English. Like their education is, is, is really, really good. Like who says that on media? Nobody does. So yeah, I put my scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> I followed the crowd, <laughs> stepped off the plane, went through immigration, people were really nice, my friend waited for me, and I arrived late at night, and it was really interesting because <laughs> already on a first day, <laughs> I saw what a traffic jam looks like in Tehran, <laughs> in the middle of the night, Whoa. we were stuck in a traffic for at least hour and a half wow. to get to his house and wow Iran is extremely beautiful a self-sufficient country people are super friendly um, the whole setting of Iran itself I was able to visit few cities I've been to Tehran yeah Isfahan went down south to Yazd, which is in the desert. Um, Why do you like desert so much? I don't know. There's something about it. I didn't grow up around tropical or warm places. I come from the mountain area. So winters are super cold. We have a lot of snow. Mm. So I guess if, if that's why it's appealing to me. If I caught um, Trevor Noah. Hey. Okay, that's why we never had um, um, colonizers from the tropics. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, yeah, right? Because like, <laughs> they have it all. Yeah, they have it all. The weather is chill. They have the ocean. Yes. They have everything. Yes, yes. Makes would, sense. He wouldn't be like a guy wake up so wakes up in the morning like, hey, my brother, we should. I feel like we should go and you know, go to Caribbean. Yeah, go to Europe and colonize Europe. <laughs> No need to. No need. It's cold out there. Hey. Yeah. So. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So Iran. Mm. I had a very good experience mm. uh, with all the people I met, with people I, I have seen just like traveling through Iran. Mm. Um, it, it was really nice, and it was funny because we've been going from north to south, mm. um, and I get to see snow. Mm-hmm. It was snowing when I arrived wow. in April. Wow. That was in Tehran. Then it was super hot and sunny all the way moving to south. Mm-hmm. And then when we reached the desert city, yes, which was super interesting, um, we actually got into a desert storm. So <laughs> we were walking down the street and then it just comes... <gasps> It blows the sand. He's like, cover your eyes. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> and then we had like few days of rain. I got all sorts of weather there. <laughs> Food is super nice in Iran. Um, they have like um, a lot of street food. They have a lot of street food. They had a lot of um, barbecues. Okay. Um, kebabs oh, and all that. Kababu. Kababu. For my Swahili <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, 
great, really.、Um, what people think about Iran is completely wrong.、Mm. They have super rich culture,、mm. extremely clean.、Um, I don't know, it's just was like, oh wow. It was a wow effect on Iran. So if I had a chance,、mm. I wouldn't mind going again and exploring some more cities, more culture. I, was, I wasn't able to make it to Shiraz,、yeah. which is、uh, culturally super important.、Um, so, in the future, if I have a chance, I fly. Are you still in contact with your friend? No. What happened? I don't know. I think I, I, I lost his contact.、Mm. I know he's still in Bulgaria. So, if I dig a little bit, I would probably able to find him again. Okay, that's pretty nice. Does he live in, or he just works in Bulgaria? He, he works in Bulgaria. Okay, but his family is in Iran. His family is in Iran. His、oh. family is a huge family of doctors. Oh, okay. Two It, sisters, two brothers, all of them are doctors. What about him? He's a doctor. He's a doctor too? Yes. What type, type of a doctor?、Um, ophthalmologist. Eye doctor. Oh, okay. Yes. Ophthalmologist. Yes. Okay, that's really good. I think the first question that I want to ask you is what do you have to say about interracial relationships? By the way,、uh, today's topic is interracial relationships. What do you have to say about interracial relationships? Big fan of interracial relationships. How so? I think, like, you know, okay, generally speaking, interracial relationships are judged.、Mm-hmm. Many people judge them because of、uh, skin color. Yeah.、Um, me. Living abroad for such a long time,、mm-hmm. I don't have any opinions or how do I put it? I, I think we are all the same. Skin color doesn't, doesn't matter to me because otherwise I wouldn't be able to live abroad.、Okay. I would be judging people on the colors. But are we the same though? We are equal, let's call it this way. We're not the same, but we are equal. How so? Because. What makes you feel that we are equal? Should, should color determine, determine that we're different?、Um, yeah, it's one thing. If, you, if, you, if I ask you what differentiates me from you, I mean, the most obvious thing would be. Skin color, skin tones. True, but that shouldn't、um, put me off not to make friends with people with a different color, right? You tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. That's my opinion on it. Yeah? Yeah. So imagine I, 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 I live in China for 10 years、mm. and I would have a problem with a skin, skin tone. They are, they are all Asians. 
and I meet people who are not only from Asia, people come from states, people come from Africa, people come from Australia, India. So people mm-hmm. come from different places, yeah. So you wouldn't be able to leave um in a foreign country yeah, far away it, from it, your home. It, no, no, no. It would be really hard to 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 adapt to adapt mm. into um multicultural environment with being judgmental about the colors mm. in my opinion and have you ever dated outside your race i did can you name the race please if you wouldn't mind asian african mm. Uh, is African a race? I mean, I'm stating the continents. Oh, okay. Yes. Asia and Africa. Do you think... I uh, dated a Chinese and I dated an African. African? What do you mean African? There are 53 countries in I Africa. I know. Oh, do you want me to tell you the specific country? Please. Okay. Indulge me. <laughs> I dated um, Nigerian. Mm, fancy. Ooh, I dated far, far west. <laughs> far, far west. Uh, no wahala. No wahala. No wahala. Double wahala. Double wahala. Then I dated Tanzanian. Oh, wow. Fancy. Choo, choo. Jipepe. Choo, choo, choo. Wah. Wah. Hakuna matata. So from wahala wahala to hakuna matata. Let's go. Let's get it. Now, nihao. No, 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 no. Then? Then my last relationship was a boyfriend from Ghana. Akwaba. 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 <laughs> I just danced. <laughs> you just don't see. <laughs> I wish you would. Okay. So we started with Wahala Wahala, then went to Hakuna, Hakuna Matata, Matata and to Aquaba. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and and long time ago, before yeah. when I moved to China. Mm. And um, when was that? When did you move, like, exactly move into China? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. In 2010. 2010. Damn. Hey. Most of y'all weren't born. <laughs> Deuces. Uh, that that was the time when I was dating Chinese. Okay. Mm. And um, do you think there's um, uh, a cultural difference... Um, well, I mean, with your experience of like dating out, outside your mm. outside your race, um, for me, you have those are two races. Like, yes. Yeah, black and Asian. Yeah? Yes. So, what are the differences between those two races? I mean, like your uh, your personal experience. Like, I mean, speak for what you have experienced. Yeah. Mm, dating a Chinese. Mm. Okay, the fact that I I'm very very okay with the Mm. chinese culture Mm. i love it been here for so long Mm. the fact that i speak chinese and i've been living here for quite a long time 
Um, it was not an easy experience because Chinese they 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 tend to be very traditional. Mm. Um, I think things are changing as I can see because small small yeah small small. <laughs> <laughs> Kidogo. Kidogo, kidogo. Kidogo, kidogo. Yeah. Um, I can see that things are changing because I see many interracial couples. Mm. I would see white, white, white people dating Chinese and Africans sure. dating mm. Chinese too. Uh, it goes vice versa. Boys, girls, girls, boys. Mm. Um, so obviously things are changing, but... Some time ago, when I was dating this boy, mm-hmm. whew, it was not an easy task. Sure. We, we did have two languages in common. Mm-hmm. I spoke Chinese. He spoke English. Mm. Um, so that was not a problem. That was not a problem at yeah. all at the, at, the, at the start. Yeah. Um, the problem came with the values. Okay. Um, I had to be introduced to his family, of course. Sure. And family had to approve uh, me dating him. Did they? They they approved. Okay. But I think if I didn't speak Chinese, that would never flow. Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. Okay. Um, they were skeptical. About him dating a white person. Okay. But me being able to speak Chinese under, and understanding Chinese culture, mm. I was good to go. Yeah, that was like a plus for you. Yes, it okay. was a big plus for so me. So you're trying to say for someone who can't speak Chinese, whose Chinese is not that good, if you if they, got, they get to that point, it might get a little bit complicated, yeah? Yes. Okay. Um... Then parents were not much involved because we lived in Chengdu and the family was living in Anhui province, mm. which is pretty far away. Mm. And the things started having problems when we started living together. The, the daily habits, the thinking itself... We've been we've, we 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 have known each other for a very long time, maybe four or five years before we started officially dating and before we moved moved in together. So we we already knew each other, but when we started living together, oh, <laughs> that was really bad. It showed immediately. Wink, wink. Hey. It showed immediately that this is not going to work because his traditional thinking was too much for me to handle and I didn't see it coming. So at 12 o'clock, he asks me, oh, what are we having for lunch? And I look at him and was like, what do you mean? I was like, I just came from work. Because I was working in the mornings and then in the afternoon, I mean, lunchtime, I was able to come home. So he didn't work at that time. He was still looking for a job. So he was going for the job interviews. 
So even if he was home, he's waiting for me to come home. And then the first question was for like few days in a row. What are we having for lunch? What do you mean? What are we having for lunch? He's like, yeah, what are you cooking? What am I cooking? <laughs> um, you were home. You have everything in the fridge, so you can do something. He's like, but I don't cook. Well, you can make something for yourself while I'm not here. He's like, but I want you to cook. You want me to cook. So you're not going to make anything for yourself. Even if you're hungry and you're going to wait for me to cook. Yes. I was like, oh, okay, that's not going to happen. So then the second shock came when, when, when I sent him to the store and get the, the daily stuff. And we needed something for the kitchen, like the, the mops and all the stuff. So he got the things. Uh, all cool, let me go to work, I come back, I come back, and I see him washing fruits. How do you wash fruits, Cassie? I just wash them. How? With water, running hey, water. Hey, in China they don't, they use the detergent. Are you serious? I am dead serious. He has a huge bowl with fruits inside, and he is washing them with the detergent. Because the detergents in China hmm. are also able not only to wash dishes, but wash fruits and vegetables. I was like, I will not eat those fruits. He's like, but this is the only way to wash. I was like, please eat them yourself. Mm, creepy. It is. Yeah, I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't eat the fruits either. It's not about eating the fruits or not eating the fruits. It's like... No. Yeah, let's just say no go. For real? Who washes fruits with, with detergent? detergent? So, okay. I was like, okay, maybe this is just a cultural thing. Let it be. Mm. The other thing was him not letting me wash his jeans. Ever. How is that a problem? How is that a problem? It will wash out. Um, yes, he has a point there. Yes, but... It's like with me with shoes and you try to wash I my, my I shoes understand. and stuff. Yeah. I understand, but jeans you wear, it gets dirty outside. But there's a way to wash them. Like, was he... Uh, I mean, did he just don't didn't want you to wash them and he would wash them out? Oh, he just... That's just nasty. My point exactly. Thank you. You'd be walking around smelling like balls. <laughs> not only that. Okay. Let's not get so much into details. <laughs> no, um, like even, mm. even you know, in that time, like yeah. 10 years ago, mm. the society was not really accepting interracial couples, I guess. Yeah. Because he was so ashamed to walk yeah. around with me. Mm. He would walk either... In front of me or behind me. Mm. I was like, um, so can you just be here? Mm. Like, you don't have to hold my hand, but can we walk together? Mm. 
like I would want you to hold my hand, but if you don't want to, if you're scared about what people will say, it's fine, but just walk by my side. He couldn't handle even that. Then, like, things just got super complicated. I was like, nah, it's not going to work. Okay. I think I think um, that part of them being or feeling ashamed mm. when they're in a relationship with a foreigner, I think it still exists until now. Mm. Um, it's not only... I can just give you some, a very simple example. Like, um, my housemate is Chinese, yeah? So, sometimes we'd go out together. Like, for example, I'll be going out and she'll be going the same direction, right? And would go out, and I'm like, okay, I'll just try to chit chat, like on the way, maybe, you know. But um, you could just see, you could just see it in her face that she's so uncomfortable. Until really? you, yes, very uncomfortable. I I tried to ask her one time, and she was like, yes, I am, because people stare at us, and she was like, I'm used to it, but because she works in a place where there are a lot of foreigners mm-hmm. and stuff, but. I think it's something that has to do with um, their culture and stuff. Mm. And she even told me that sometimes the guys would even, f- like some random dude, if they see a Chinese girl with a foreigner, they could just come and confront the girl. Like, why why are you, de- why are you with this foreigner and stuff like that? So yeah. I think um, it's um, dug deep into the culture, into their culture, mm. where like um, if there's, I mean, Chinese are nationalists. So if you don't look Chinese, you're not Chinese, mm. you know. So that's the rule of any national, uh, all these nationalist country countries. Yeah, if you don't look like, if you don't look like Japanese, you're definitely not Japanese. Mm. You understand. Mm. So I think that's one of the things that really mm. made him feel that way, and still exists until now because it's mm. a part of their culture and stuff like that. They're still trying to, especially if you're coming from a traditional family. Yeah, exactly. But mm. it it got really complicated when we started talking about the future. Mm. Like in China, generally speaking, mm. like men should provide mm. the house. Yeah. So he told me about it. He's like, I already have a house. Mm. So you might probably need to buy a car because you also need to do something for the family. Mm. I was like, but I don't want a car. Oh, we need a car. For what? Mm. I, I don't want it. I don't need it now. Mm. I don't even have a driving license, which, mm. which can be used here. Mm. I don't have an international license here. Mm. I have one at home. But I would have to pass the exams again to drive a car here. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't want it. But he's like, we need it. I'm like, no, we don't. Mm. And then he's like, eh, but listen, what about if we have a if we have a baby, you know, um, we're going to have to move back home because my parents will take care of the baby. What? <laughs> my baby. I take care of my, my baby. baby. Mm. He said, no, it's going to be my parents. Mm. I was like, no. I disagree. Mm. So the values and whatever thinking they have about it, I was I was not happy about it. So I knew it's not going to work. But generally speaking, like for the interracial relationships, mm. I think it has more benefits than than disadvantages. Okay. Um, you get to learn Mm. a second language yeah 
man. You get to learn about a new culture. Mm-hmm. You get If to... If only you're fascinated about the culture. Whoa! I mean, like, listening to you right now, talking about whatever experience, whatever you experienced, um, it got me thinking, I'm like, mm, Chinese, no. No. It's too much work. It, it It's not. Like, it was just my personal experience. I still... Mm, I understand, I understand. I still, I still love Chinese culture. Mm. I still love the way China is, mm. but... If I would want to date another Chinese person, mm, probably not. Okay. Because of the different values, nothing else. Okay. But you get to learn about the culture, then uh, the best part is you get to learn about the food, mm. the holidays, so mm. it's kind of fun all year round. Because... <laughs> <laughs> We celebrate something. Mm. Your partner probably celebrates celebrates something else. Mm. So it's kind of like party all the way around. <laughs> whole year. Wow. Uh, you get to travel. Mm-hmm. Because... That's y- the fun part of it. You can settle in two countries. You get to have two babies. I mean, two very cute babies. Wait, I still didn't go to there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cappuccino. <laughs> Cappuccino! <laughs> no, you get to settle in two countries. Yeah. Like you have a choice. Yeah. Or you get to even settle in a third country. Mm. Then you get to have super smart kids, which is scientifically proven that the mixed kids mm. are genetically... Um, I'm more like broilers, yeah? <laughs> yeah? But broilers are stupid. No, the others. <laughs> which I don't Layers. know. Layers. Layers. No, but seriously, mm. it's scientifically proven that like, mm. usually the mixed kids are smarter, mm. more handsome, more beautiful. Mm. So, yeah. Like some people would admire interracial relationships, which is cool. Mm. So you have more of those who would go, oh, so cute. <laughs> But you also have like yeah. those ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They mm. mixed. <laughs> I feel you. I, I I used to get that a lot. Funny enough, uh, myself, I've been in a couple interracial relationships. Yeah, I've been updated like outside my race. So this one point, um, I was in a relationship with a girl from Thailand. Yeah. <clears throat> so... She was really cool. She was trying to learn our culture. She was really inter- fascinated about, you know, learning, like, you know, my culture and stuff like that. I was also fascinated about their culture. Um, I even sometimes had to go online and check out, like, some of the things that I know mm. she won't be comfortable telling me. Mm. For example, uh, Thai people, um, if you want to get into their houses, you need to remove your, your shoes, shoes off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very disrespectful mm. if you get in with your shoes. And I was like, oh, shit. I always go to her place and I'm like, you know, bah, 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 with my shoes on and stuff. I mean, and she gives me this look, but I never understood why. So the other day, I there's just one day I just tried to confront her. I'm like, hey, why you didn't you, why never, you have never told me about this thing? I was like... Um, I gave you the look. I'm like, um, yes, I noticed. But if I didn't go online and check, actually, I didn't know what it is. Mm. I didn't know what the look mm. meant. You understand? So um, why I'm telling you this is um, usually my friends, my country, 
mm, my country people yeah mm. um most of them would would ask me this is a very silly question but believe me i've been asked this question like more than 10 times so there's um this myth that white people are cold okay so the guys would ask me so how is she is she cold i'm like what do you mean cold? i mean like i know because i've heard that question a lot a lot <laughs> a lot of times okay i'm white and i don't get it <laughs> i mean like it's more like it's more like do you know how crocodiles bodies work okay. reptiles yeah 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 when they're in the water yeah. they get cold and when yeah. they the temperature gets too low they come outside mm. and they heat it up mm. so that's how they think like i mean like it's just the myth goes like a uh, black women are hotter they have like this fire yes and um any other race that's not black have this coldness to it yes Do we? I don't know. I mean like I never like for me it was hard to understand why. And they would ask me, "So, how does it feel like?" I'm like, "She's a human being." <laughs> Have you ever had sex with a human being? Yes. Oh, so that's how it feel. Like I mean like, "Oh, but she can do these, you know, things like things that are culturally like maybe our women have or they do and stuff." I'm like, "Guys, it's just and understanding that two people have you understand like mm. we all, we all had to compromise mm. at some point because we me and her know that we are from different places mm. we are different race um we have different tradition and cultures mm. but to a point where we decided to be together then don't you think that we we know that there are some things that we have to compromise to understand like mm. you know either to sacrifice or to try to put an effort uh, an effort into learning things mm. or like adapting to like new things and stuff like mm. that yeah so there's nothing different i'm like oh but our women do, do this and that and that i'm like yes they do that but she's not that she's not from where where i come from she's mm. that's the whole point of me being with her that she's not from where i come from mm. that's the, you should, that's a take away from an interracial relationship i call it a charm <laughs> it's a charm <laughs> yeah for real though so i used to come across really um I guess, should i say stupid really and i think i think it's um as i said um, at first on the intro i said um there are two type of people when it comes to um these interracial relationships mm. that these people who they're just racist mm. or they just don't want to accept the fact that two people of different race can be together and there's there are these other people who are just not well educated they don't have their awareness so they just don't know a lot of things and they're trying to learn and try to like that's why they ask a lot of questions and these type of people they after some time of asking que- questions and getting good answers they'll develop to understand mm. even get fascinated or get into interracial relationships themselves i think this is also one of the benefits mm. you get to share your experience exactly. and you get to educate people yeah 
So, if you are in a re- in interracial relationship, mm-hmm. you are a living proof mm-hmm. of love conquers all. Yeah, sure. That's that's well said. I think we've talked about the challenges already, mm-hmm. but you can maybe shed a light of the main challenges that you really face dating outside your race. I don't know, like, it, it, it really can be challenging with the language, mm. but I never had that issue. Mm. Um, another challenge is, I think the major one, mm. is actually people mm. outside mm. of this relationship. Yeah. As you said, you have two people, mm. ones who admire mm. and ones who judge. Yeah. So, it's really painful mm. to hear people talking behind your back exactly um but as i said i see much more benefits mm. of interracial relationship than mm. downfalls to it mm. so i'm not really bothered mm. um but i think if you are in a relationship like mm. this mm. you really have to talk with your partner about it mm. because one of them is always going to be judged more. Exactly. So you have to talk about this issue. You mm. have to support your partner mm. and ask them how they feel about it. Mm. Because in the future, it might bring mm, rough patches to it. Yeah, sure. So I don't know. Other mm. other disadvantages of it? Mm. I can give you one. I can add up to that point. Um, for example, you're a white woman, right? Mm. I'm a black man. Mm. Um, back home, right? If I'm in a relationship with you, mm. you know how how people perceive that? How? Oh, white woman. She's rich. This guy is just trying to get something out of her. Mm. And we get that a lot back home and... Ah, man, they just want their money. They just want their money. They just want their money. Like, you know, and some some people, they're they fucked up enough to, to be that way. Like, you know, but I think if you you are in a relationship with someone of uh, of different race for all the right reasons, I don't think that's a fact. But I think that's one of the biggest challenges. I mean, like, I think back home. Mm. if anyone sees me with a white woman or mm. any person different i mean apart from um a person outside of my race mm. that's that would be the first thing even if i have my personal achievements before that they'd be like oh she did it oh she did that mm. like you know oh ah, that's why he's rich now because of her mm. how she has that white lady with her yeah, with him and stuff you know so i think that's that can be one of the challenges like but you know mm. it also it also it also matters mm. how you represent yourself as a couple mm. you know if you shine enough mm. if you if people see yeah <laughs> that you two get along yeah and it has nothing to, to do, do whatever they are thinking mm. It's never going to even come up to their mind yeah. that this relationship is because of money. Yeah. 
it's the 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 shine and the vibe you give out mm. as you represent as a couple yeah so you you're trying to educate yes. in the process yes okay that's that's really refreshing that now that you have said it yeah so do you only date black let me call it a preference a preference why 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 would you why why though because of my interest in in african culture okay i i love the music mm. being a dj i developed a huge love for afro beats yeah um i admire and love all the colors of mm. beautiful african clothes <laughs> kitenge kitenge ankara mm. <laughs> kente mm -hmm. so it has to do with it mm. um and i literally fell in love in <laughs> in africa mm. because of another reason what is it uh, believe it or not it's actually swahili <laughs> <laughs> Nina, Nina. <laughs> Nina, 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 Nina. It was calling my name, I swear. Mm, that's really that's really deep. It is. Mm, I mean just to fall in love with um a certain language just like that and I told my friends they, they I will mm. learn Swahili. Mm. First question was what is Swahili? Swahili? Mm -hmm. And second one was Are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you want to learn? Yeah. I do not know. It mm. sounds good to me. Mm. It was calling my name. Mm. And I sat down, mm. found online <laughs> lessons, and I started studying Swahili. Wow. And I could see you are vizuri sana so far. Asante. vizuri sana. Asante sana. Yeah. And I think... That's that's really fascinating, you know. Um, I'm a native Swahili speaker, and I struggle with like speaking like the um, the real Swahili. I might say the formal Swahili, you know. And seeing someone trying to learn Swahili, I'm like, because <laughs> like, um, believe me or not. Um, back in school, I would get an A plus in English, and I would get a C in Swahili because we learn it as a subject. Yeah, mm. so it's that complicated, mm. mind you. I'm a native, and I used to bomb so hard, and it's I'm not the only person. A lot of people bombed a lot. I mean, too too hard. When it comes mm -hmm. to Swahili because it's that complicated. I think that's how it is. So seeing someone trying to learn, putting all that effort, the, the efforts that you're you're putting into learning the language, it's just really fascinating. It's really beautiful. And Aww, keep up. Thank you. Yeah, sure. So what did your family feel about um, you being family or friends feel about you being in an interracial you dating outside your race? Well, I usually do things i want mm. i'm pretty much of a free spirit mm. um well i come from a very small country yeah slovenia mm. is super small by the way i didn't know slovenia until i met you yeah 
I mean, like, I, I had a... F- I, I knew Slovakia. Is it Slovakia? Ah! Is no, it? no, 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 no. Yeah. I, re- I remember the first time, the one of the, fr- the early days when we, we met. Yes. Um, We were talking about something. I'm like, oh, I say... No. I, say, I, I called you Slovakia. Like, yes. you know, and you're like... No, 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 no. It has yeah. nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slovakia used to be the same country with Czech. So it was Czech, Czech Slo- Republic. Czechoslovakia. Mm. That's how it used to be called. Then they separated. Now it's Slovakia mm. and Czech. Mm. Um, they are not related to my country. Mm. We are a very young country. We got independence in 1991. Okay. So we used to be a part of Yugoslavia. You're older than South Africa. <laughs> At least something, yeah? Yeah. So we are 2 million. Mm. Now 1,999 because I'm yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, you know, me coming home with different friends because... Mm. I was home with my Chinese friend. I was home with my friend from Chile. My friend from Zambia mm. was home with my ex-boyfriend from Nigeria. Mm. Hey, I get the looks. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, the Chinese is back home. <laughs> they call you Chinese? They call me Chinese because I've been in China for such a long time. And I feel like, I feel like um, China had has i mean fills a certain void uh, uh, in, in your life because i remember this one day we were sitting and i think you were talking to someone in slovenia the person was was, talking in slovenia yeah you're talking yeah you're texting in slovenian uh-huh. and he wrote he or she wrote some word that you didn't understand um and you had to go to a translator and translated to chinese then you're like ah then i just looked at you and i was like oh what did you just do and i thought slovenia is supposed to be your mother tongue and i mean like i i I can't see myself someone telling me anything in any any type of any other language and go to some other language that's not my mother tongue to translate it i think by default everything translates in swahili in my mind even when i speak so when i speak english things translate in swahili i i've been in a relationship with china and chinese language for such a long time mm. that it's my comfort zone kind of mm. so it really helps me that I can check the dictionary for the words I don't know. Yeah. I know it's weird, but think about it. I haven't been living in Slovenia for such a long time. Mm. And I don't use much official Slovenian language. I do chat with my family, my friends. But that's, as you say, street language. Yeah. But when it comes to the official one, oh, um, I haven't been in contact with it for such a long time. Mm. Then Chinese is my comfort zone. So even now, when I think of the things, mm. it's firstly going to be English. Then it's going to be probably Chinese. Okay. Then it's going to be Slovenian. Okay. I use Chinese and English on a daily basis. Why, sure. why Slovenian? I don't. You don't at all. So it... It's confusing me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I've also had like um I knew a person who 
um spoke um three different language it's three different languages mm. yeah she spoke Swahili, she spoke um Rwandese, Kinyarwanda, she spoke um Kinyarwanda. Rwanda and Burundi they kind of like speak the same language. Mm. Um 95% mm. the language is the same. It's just a little bit of this and that. Mm. That's different, but um someone from Burundi would understand someone from Rwanda. So she would speak, I could say now she would speak three languages because Rwanda and Burundi, they kind of like their languages similar because they used to be one country mm. way back in the days. <clears throat> so she spoke um, Rwandese. That's, that was her mother tongue. Mm. Then she spent a lot of time. She she, uh, she lived in Uganda for like um, more than 15, 16 years. Mm. So she spoke fluent uh, Luganda. Mm. And she spoke Swahili too, mm. and she's she would um she would she would have this um um an understanding of Lingala, um, what they speak in Congo, yeah, mm. because she grew up uh, when she was in Rwanda, she grew up mm. um uh in the border of Rwanda and Congo, mm. yeah, so she had a taste of both, like the Congo Swahili and the Swahili, like you know, so sometimes um. She would speak to someone in Uganda, uh, a, a Ugandan person, and she would say Rwandese word. Mm. And sometimes she would speak to me in Swahili and confuse it and say, like, throw in there, like, a Ugandan, oh, Congo, Lingala. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, because I don't speak all of those languages. Mm. So I, I understand, like, where you're coming from, that sometimes when you, um, you're multilingual, it's just like, you know, it's just like sometimes, like you know. No, the the the, the brain is like the brain knows that it needs to comprehend mm. a certain language mm. and to speak the words of it. Mm. But knowing so many languages, mm. it's, switching is like, pom 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 pom, like the box yeah. is open, mm -hmm. like all the languages are activated. Yes, yeah, sure. And. You just pray the the correct one comes, comes out. out. Yeah. But sometimes it really happens. Mm. I I just mix it. Mm. Like I have this friend in Beijing. She also speaks Chinese. Mm. She's Slovenian and she speaks English. So if you would listen to our conversation, it goes from, "Hey, listen. Today at school, let me tell you what happened. Oh, I really don't know. But listen, the tipo vem." I will tell you. Mm. Then, <laughs> so it goes from English to Chinese to Slovenian. We know what we're talking about. Exactly, yeah. Nobody pauses like, what did you say? Yeah. It's just a natural flow. Yeah. She speaks the same languages as I do. Yeah. For me, sometimes it's easier to express certain things in English. Mm. For me, sometimes it's Chinese. Yeah. Or Slovenian. Okay. So, since you can you have the options to speak all of the, the three languages yeah fancy exotic i can say Yay. so let's wrap this up by um oh yeah let's save the best for the last <laughs> then this is i think this will be the most boring one don't you think it's, it, it will be easier to date your own race no why because dating is never easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the only take you have. Yes. <laughs> no, like 
it would have certain advantages mm. it would have disadvantages mm. but um personally living abroad for such a long time i think it would be now hard for me to adapt and date my own country it would be a reverse culture shock i don't hang out with my country mates don't hang out with my country people my friends are all foreigners so if i do go back i think i would have hard times to fit in that's it that's it i think we had enough for today thank it's you guys it's a wrap it's a wrap right about now the funk soul brother yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's your main host Cassie out with this lovely lady right here. Mzungu. <laughs> What's your name again? Nina. Queen with, with cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope you guys had fun. See you next I time. I did. I did.